G'day, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Trader Cobb Crypto Podcast. Hope you had a good weekend. I did. I got to go bush Friday. Yeah. It was unreal. Day or afternoon and a day of driving pretty much an evening up at uh, property on 90 acres by a little stream. And then, yeah, back the next day. Ivy had her birth. My oldest daughter had her, had her uh, 10th birthday party on Sunday. Gee, she can climb. I had no idea she was a climber, but uh, we went to a rock wall, a rock climbing indoor climbing thingy madu and uh yeah it was a lot of fun it was intense <laughs> man it was intense but uh, back in the markets and look i did i did speak uh last week about um how bitcoin well how it effectively looked as though it was kind of setting itself up for a friday sell-off you know it was just creeping back into that cradle zone uh it continued to do that in it went, in it went. We weren't in a daily downturn at that moment in time. And then Wooshka, Friday. Yep, Friday morning. That was the day. And we sold off 6.16% down $1,328. Now we are in a daily downtrend uh, on Bitcoin. We were under $20,000 yet again. And it's opened up options for shorting. It's, it's given us a trend to work with, which has made things a little bit more clear. And I can inform today, I mean, you whether you were on the scan or not, the FTX perpetual scan that I do on Mondays, um, there are a couple in there that I pointed out in my my watch list. Now, uh, as well as a couple that I pointed out, they, these actually did offer trades. Um, there was Atom, which has hit one-to-one on the 30-minute. Uh, R-Weave, which was also available on the 30-minute, is also hit one-to-one, whether it was the 30 or the 60-minute, you'd have one-to-one. Uh, there was ENS, uh, Ethereum Name Service, which also has hit well beyond one-to-one on the 30-minute and one-hour. And uh, the final one that was on that list that remained was EOS, which doesn't look as though it's going to get back up to that $1.47 region, which I was looking for a short from. So there were three options out of that list that went on to create the cradle, trigger the cradle, put you in profit on the cradle, and now they are <clears throat> Excuse me still running so yeah pretty good day you know there wasn't a huge amount available but what did show up did create opportunity and has now gone on to trigger and get to profits which is i mean what else can i what else can i uh what else can i say i mean as far as a day goes it's a good trading day but bitcoin currently a couple more things about this chart look what with friday's sell-off um it wasn't just the sell-off on Friday that was significant. The fact of the matter is, is that the week that that, uh, that closed the uh, the fifteenth of August, um, or maybe it started then. Hmm. Anyway, uh, yeah, I think it was the week that started the fifteenth of August, not last week, the week before. Uh, it was down eleven point five percent. Now that was a bearish candle in the cradle zone. That bearish candle in the cradle zone, based on Friday's move was broken to the downside. Now, if I'm looking at a cradle trade, what I'm looking to do, and this is how the trade setup works and why it's got a high probability uh, of getting at least one-to-one and having a successful outcome is that I'm looking for the trend to continue and therefore to set lower lows, which means if this is to play out, and there's two scenarios here I'll talk to you about, if it is to play out, we will see the lower 17,578 taken out. Uh, with the first stage of that has already occurred with that weekly candle being broken to the downside. Last week's candle closed down as well, uh, right around its lows, down 9% last week. So in the space of a couple of weeks, we've dropped about 20% uh, on Bitcoin, or a little, little, yeah, about 20% really. 
And we're underneath the 2017 highs as well as it stands. Now, the weekly candles, because we've got two candles that have moved down now, breaking the lows of each other, the other option is that we don't see this continue to the downside. Because don't forget the Bitcoin currently on the weekly, it's not really in a weekly downtrend. We go from sort of high to low uh, without too much lower highs or anything. Well, really, nothing that sort of stands out to me. Um, the high was set back on the 28th of March, the high of uh, the beginning of this trend, which was a high of 48,238. It then just pretty much in a straight line over the space of, I think it looks like about 10 or 12 weeks, hit that low of 17,578. Now we could see now a higher low coming off of these two candles, which then could potentially put us back into a weekly uptrend. The weekly uptrend would need to recommence above 25,232. Now, whilst it's the beginning of the week, of course, I have no theories on which way it's going to go. In fact, my theory or my uh, based on reading the charts and how things are, I would tend to lean more towards the outcome that we will see further lows in Bitcoin's price before we see it stabilize. And that's based on A, technicals, uh, but B, also just on the way the world is at the moment. I mean, you look at Europe and whatnot, their, their energy prices are just getting absolutely, it's, it's quite wild, really, really, really wild. Um, <clears throat> and I feel for people over there, it's going to be very tough times for a lot of people and for that whole area, that whole region, uh, second largest economic producer in the world, um, or market in the world, and um, they're copying it very, 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 very heavily. I think your Mercedes-Benz, BMWs, European cars are going to become a lot more expensive in the years to come if they can't get this under control. So it does, it does feel like there's a bit more doom and gloom out there in the world, and therefore I do believe that there's a higher probability, not just on that basis alone, but a higher probability for further downside. The good news is, of course, as traders, we have a downtrend on the daily now. We've got trades on, well, I've got trades on that are short and they are currently performing. So no issues there. Bitcoin's currently at $19,769, up 1.1%. Nothing really to trade there at the moment. The trend really hasn't sort of clicked yet. Uh, the one hour, if we can take out the, the lows of Friday of 19,513, have a bit more of a run, then, um, you know, we're going to look a lot better because we're going to have a trend in play. From Bitcoin, we go to Ethereum. It's at 1,442, up 1.14%. Now, it got, it got pretty slaughtered on Friday, actually, down 11%. Uh, the last week ended up closing. That that's the week that, that closed today. It was down eleven point eight three percent. Of course, the week before down sixteen percent, having lost quite a substantial amount of value there. From where the current price is to setting new lows uh, this year, it's still got another forty percent to fall. So it's not quite as close as what Bitcoin is to setting fresh lows, and therefore it has a much more probable chance uh, of holding its ground and um, and possibly having a higher low. Bitcoin, in, in comparison, has only got to fall 10% and it will take out those lows. Of course, Ethereum had a much, much better run back up. Now, we are up 1.24% today at $1,443. Uh, again, the trend is not great on Ethereum. I, I, will, I will say that very, very strongly. The one hour did have a cradle that was available but sadly, the two-hour really didn't back it up with too much trend, so no trades there. On XRP on Friday, it was down quite significant. Oh, hang on, no, what have we got here? That's the that's the one day. That's today. So ah, it was only down two point seven five percent 
I was wondering, it looks way different to everything else, but that's because it shot up first. At one stage on Friday, uh, XRP was actually up 6.5%. So if you go from its high of that trading session to where it closed, it actually gave back about 9%. So it's a big rejection candle. The downtrend is there on the daily time frame, and it's just today broken down through 33 cents, which was a bit of a support region. Now, no trades available for me on XRP at this stage, and it's actually down 0.25 of a percent at 32.1 cents. Pretty messy looking chart still. Dots at $6.92, up 1% today. Had a pretty heavy week um, last week, 7% down, not as bad as the week before, which was 17%. But again, the bearishness still weighing quite heavily there on polka dot it's up one percent today on the doge it is down 0.4 of a percent at 6.1 cents not much to speak of there it's a pretty ugly looking chart Binance consolidating it's up 0.7 of a percent right now friday it sold off heavily 7.23 percent down uh the weekly there on binance we this was our third week in a row closing down it was down 8.5 percent it's currently at 278 dollars and 23 cents, which is up 0.7 of a percent. Cardano sitting at 43 cents, up 0.6 of a percent today. And it's kind of it's been consolidating for the last couple of days. Not really too much of a shock there. I mean, it's been consolidating quite, you know, quite frequently throughout this year. Uh, not much to speak of, as I say, sitting at 43 cents. Solana's down 0.36 of a percent right now, at $30.26. It sold off heavily, down 10% on Friday. And um, look, its weekly was quite bearish down 16 (coughs) percent excuse me the week before down 18 percent and currently down 0.44 percent at 30 dollars and 24 cents again not much of a trend there it's avax that's taken the biggest hit down 10 percent on friday then saturday down three sunday down 7.6 and today already down 4.7 percent it's sitting at $17.62. And as I jump to the lower time frames, I'm still not seeing very good cyclicity. It just seems to be falling very, very heavily in more or less a straight line. Last week, it closed down 20, uh, 19.45%. The week before, 18.54%. So it is picking up momentum to the downside. Tron Friday was down 6%. Currently up 0.3% right now at 6. One cent, and it was one of the few that uh, yesterday actually did offer an opportunity to short on the four hour. I spoke of the support level in there on Tron last week. Well, it broke that very, very well, pulled back in, gave a cradle, and gave plenty of profit. Still open, too, if you took that. So, yeah, it's been trending quite nicely 6.1 cents up 0.3 of a percent. So as we enter into a new week, it does look more overwhelmingly bearish than bullish. There is no doubt about that. So if you are a perma bull, oh, I might want to take some time out or you got to learn to trade so you can head yourself on the way down or at least, you know, take advantage of the trends when they are there. Guys, don't forget, I will remind you of this. If you've ever paid for a Trader Cold course, you have access for life and uh, you can just jump back in there and go and review it. So a lot of people have been asking this question. I thought I'd answer it publicly that, yeah, you can actually jump back in and redo the course now. Uh, no problem at all. If you have any problems with your login or you've forgotten how you've, you know, your, your login or whatever it may be, please just hit us up at tradercob.com. Jump in there to the chat box and, uh, and we'll help you with that. Uh, my team is there to support you to get you back into there. We've also upgraded from Slack to Discord, which is bloody awesome. And uh, you, you're going to see some stuff in your email about that shortly. So keep an eye out for that in your inbox. And uh, yeah, enjoy your evening. Have a great day or night and I'll speak to you again tomorrow. 
Bye for now.